This is the Ramsey Call of the Day, part of the Ramsey Network. Joining me today is Ramsey personality, Rachel Cruz. Dakota is with us to start this hour in San Antonio. Hi, Dakota. How are you? Hi, I'm good. Thank you so much for taking my call. Sure. What's up? So I wanted to see if I could get a little bit of guidance from y'all. I live with my boyfriend and we have a baby together, um, but we do not have our finances combined. Um, I bring debt into our relationship. He does not have any debt. Um, So I'm currently working on the baby steps, um, using the snowball and um, have been trying to knock that out. But we do have quite a few shared finances um, like we pay for my 50, 50 for my daughter's daycare, 50, 50 for rent, groceries, all that stuff. So we're constantly like Venmoing or writing each other checks or things like that to reimburse. And so I was just going to see, do you recommend continuing to keep our finances separate until I knock out the rest of our debt of my debt? Or should we go ahead and combine them to make our everyday expenses easier? So Dakota, why, why don't y'all just get married? Um, because I have a lot of guilt about having the debt and I want to knock it out before we get married. So you're waiting for marriage to pay off your debt? Yes. Okay. I would encourage, I would encourage you. I would not wait. I wouldn't wait. And I would encourage people who want to get married not to, they don't have to wait. I think even having a baby, you don't need to wait to have a baby till you're debt free. Uh, that this debt, I wouldn't say, I think that that's a that's kind of a separate thing. I know what, what makes you feel guilty about it? Just the fact that you guys would combine finances when you get married and you are going to take you guys backwards. Is that it? Right. Yeah. And, um, he does have like a much larger income than I do. And so I just would hate for there to be any like resentment or animosity about, um, me bringing in debt when he doesn't have any. Has he kind of alluded to that? Is that a little bit of kind of his mo or is that are you Um, playing that tape in your head just out of yourself probably more of the latter yeah he's never eluded to any yeah hey dakota how old are you i am 26 okay um this guy's in love with you you have a baby with him you sleep with him you live with him and you're trying to figure out how to combine incomes and combine everything but do all of that without combining the debt. Too late. That ship has sailed. Rachel's right. I'm going to put my old man arm around you and give you a hug and say, honey, best thing for that baby, best thing for this man, best thing for you is get married and then combine your incomes, combine your lives, combine everything, join it together so tight that it cannot be torn asunder and then go live a beautiful, glorious life. Okay. And getting out of debt's part of the adventure. Raising the child is part of the adventure. Uh, waking up and looking at him when he starts to lose his hair is part of the adventure. <laughs> okay. All right. Awesome. Well, thank y'all so much for your help. And then, see, here's the problem. It's legally and relationally very difficult to financially play house when you're not married. Because you get into this argument over the mustard, who bought the mustard, and yet you're in the same bed. 
it's just it's, right. it's it's so inconsistent and incongruent it's just weird and awkward and that's just a part of the the, the system that you're using is all and it's not a judgment thing you didn't hear judgment in our voices we just want good things for you we we right. love we love you and we love that baby and we want you guys to have a wonderful life and so um i i i would um take that tape out of your head and i would wad it up and throw it away that somehow you've done something wrong by bringing the debt to the table for god's sakes baby is a 10 debt is a one on a scale of one to ten okay relationship marriage is a 10. Is marriage a ten. is a yeah. 10 mm-hmm. on, on a debt is a small thing if you're both in agreement that that this debt is a bad thing and we're going to clear it as fast as we can using all of our combined marital incomes and assets yeah. and so that we can have a wonderful glorious life for this baby and as a couple then you're going to knock that debt out so fast it's silly and uh it's blocking you from having your best possible wonderful glorious life yeah it's hard to work as a team when you're legally not a team and you're having to go around yeah. all this stuff so it's just hard, you guys it's, are hard doing to, great. it's hard it's hard to do finances with your roommate it just is it's just it's it's yeah you know you can't act like you're married with your finances when you're acting like you're married with every other part of your life it's just it's so awkward and weird and it's hard and i'm not saying you're awkward and weird i'm just saying this is the way it works it's very difficult hey thanks for the call very very good question you know a, a lot of people uh living together that aren't married have that exact question we've had it over the years yeah. a lot um the other issue is is that there's all kinds of data out there in the world and this is not for dakota but this is just generally on this discussion that um th- they call it the poverty cycle or the poverty indicators that the, there's about three or four poverty indicators that if you get if you have a baby before you're married again not not messing with Dakota here but I'm just giving you the poverty poverty indicators uh, if you um, uh, get married before graduate from high school or uh, or start living with someone before you graduate from high school uh, if um, you know and we keep going on the levels of education uh, all these different things all of these things are indicators that that you know, you're 90% more likely. I have to pull the study up. I can't remember the details, but you're 90% more li- likely to live before the poverty level, below the poverty level, mm-hmm. if you don't do these things that are really social indicators of what's going on in your life. Because what happens is it's very difficult to prosper financially when you're 17 years old with a baby. Yeah, well, for sure. Yeah, but I think even more than that, the stuff that I've seen in research within the marriage aspect of the rate of divorce is higher. Of those that live together. That, yeah. So for marriage. me, I'm like, you know, there's there's a um, probably a spiritual conviction that that we have with this. But they're also after over the years of seeing people do this, like you said, just kind of playing house. There's a commitment level there in a marriage that has to be there. Um, and it affects your outcome and, financially. Yes. And when it's not there. Right. And that's what I'm saying. It's like the, the, the tentacles play in. It's just like when people come in with a with a marriage a money question about marriage. So well, my spouse won't get on the same page. The tentacles are just the money, but there's so much underneath that. And so pressing this generation, it sounds great. Oh, well, I'll see if we like each other enough to live together. The living together is, is the small portion of it. It is, it's the marriage commitment that you, that, that is the greatest weight. And that weight has been taken away from this generation is what it feels like to me. Yeah. Yeah. It's now you're sounding like an old person. Let's get you <laughs> from this generation. Don't worry about it. this generation. I've been married for 12 years. Don't worry about the generation. Unbelievable. Those <laughs> Gen Zers. Those little puppies. Oh, God bless them. Thanks for tuning in to the Ramsey Call of the Day. 
to check out all of our podcasts, just search Ramsey Network on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen.